Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto, episode 109. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I'm a geek coach philosopher, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam Jackfruit. Oh, I am the alternative to people who don't want to eat meat, but they do want to eat shredded meat like fruit. That's me, Adam a Jackfruit Tatteris. That's what it, that's what jackfruit is, right? I course I correlate jackfruit with like the little pouch. It's supposed to be like a barbecue alternative. I don't know nothing about what you're talking about. Whole Foods I, jackfruit. Well, okay, that's what it is. Tell uh, internet, tell me that I, I'm talking jackfruit about jackfruit. Is shit. an exotic fruit oh. grown in tropical regions ah, of the world, just like me. It is native to. <laughs> 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 Can it start it off right? It is native to South India. Uh, it is a part of the oof M O R A C E A E plant family. Morines. Okay. Uh which also includes fig, mulberry, my boy. and breadfruit. My boy is Fig, mumboy, and breadfruit. My man, breadfruit. <laughs> Jackfruit has a spiky outer skin and is green or yellow in color. If you look, if I have a cookout over the summer and you bring breadfruit, I will knock that shit right out of your hands. One unique aspect of jackfruit <laughs> is it is unusually it is its unusually large size. <laughs> Adam Jackfruit Tedders. Adam Jackfruit Tedders. Ladies tetters. and gentlemen. Uh, hello. Hello. So good to be here at Comic Book Jack uh, Junto. There it is. Episode 109. We out here. Octavius Newman, how are you feeling? You know what, man? I'm alive. Yeah. I'm in this joint. Mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here too. Episode one. I'm happy you are here. Mm. I'm happy we are both here doing this now. It's been uh, as always a a action packed comic book pop culture geek culture week. Yes. Since we have last spoken, mm-hmm. since we have last been on the microphone, since we have last been with the comic book Junto Nation. Yes. The family, the community, the Junto. Right. The friends of the Junto. And uh, we have so much to talk about. We have movies to talk about. We've mm-hmm. got uh, casting news to confirm. We've got mm-hmm. trailers to watch. Yep. This is this is going to be a good one. The, easily, this is going to be the best episode 109 we will ever do. Mm. Ever. What if we go back in time? If we, ah! What if we, to go to fu- back to future past? Oh, I would love to go Back to Future Past on a few of these episodes. There are a couple of episodes that I would love to just clean up. Which ones? 60. Mm. Mm-hmm. Probably like 6 through mm-hmm. 40. <laughs> 6 to 40? Large swaths. Good Lord. <laughs> Man. There's some good ones in there. Well, let's do a call back to episode 108. Episode 108, we were kind of going back and forth about who is the Batman. That's right. And now it has been confirmed Robert Pattinson is the Batman. You know what? You know what's nuts, though? I, I saw that? that in his story today, and we got the tweet from Matt Reeves. Mm-hmm. Matt Reeves tweeted, was it a GIF, an animated GIF? It was a GIF of him in good time, of Robert Pattinson in good time, yeah. and three bats. So, all right. So that seems like everything we need to know as far as the confirmation goes, unless, of course. No, I mean, Warner Brothers said it's official. It's confirmed. Yes. Oh, what's up? All right, so they're making a lot of announcements right now. They also, Warner Brothers just released a movie poster for the next Wonder Woman. Hold on, let me get on the internet right quick. Yeah, put on some shades before you take a look at this thing, because it is shining. Uh, Warner Brothers is not going to be in Hall H 
which they, they are always in Hall H at San Diego Comic-Con. They mm. do their announcements, their reveals. Oh, Lord, this thing bright. Uh-huh. Okay. It's, it's kind of Shining, getting... shining, shining, shining. Yeah. That's right. That's right. She looks great in the armor. Okay. And with the, the Ragnarok colors. It looks a little bit kind of like Thor mm. Ragnarok a, a little bit. Mm. I love it. I think it looks fantastic. I'm very excited about okay. it. Okay. First Wonder Woman, she's like, you know, knee deep in the mud, running through a battlefield, bullets flying past her face. This one, bam, she's shining. I'm out here. It's showtime. I like That's it. how she showed up on I'm Very excited about that. But it's it's exciting because San Diego Comic-Con is going to be packed with that sort of news. Mm. Very excited about that. And then next week, E3. Mm. So we get all the video game stuff. We're going to touch on that. I'm so excited. Yeah. This is my favorite time of year. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah, oh, yeah. I should say, happy brown bag day. Happy brown bag day to you too, Adam. It is brown bag day. Internet, happy brown bag day to you. I picked up a few books. Which you had gotten. I thought I might share them. I picked up a book called Unicorn Fight Squad. Wait a minute. That's right. Christine Larson, she's a Philly native. Really? Shout out. Yeah. Unicorn Fight Squad. What That's they doing right. in that movie? In that movie? In that I don't know if they are fighting unicorns. That's one of the moves that a unicorn could do. Mm. I don't know if they're fighting unicorns or if they are unicorns fighting others. Not sure. Can't mm-hmm. wait. Mm-hmm. Batman 72. Mm. You know we have some Tom King news mm-hmm. to talk about mm-hmm. today. Guardians of the Galaxy annual. I'm really? Have you been about. reading Guardians of the Galaxy? Nope. But the annual. <laughs> Got man thing in it, doesn't <laughs> yeah, it? No. They... <laughs> what do you peg me for? Yeah, uh, man thing lover. Yeah. I, unfortunately, no. But it looks good. And I, it, it's an extra large comic, so I wanted to catch up on that. War of the Realms, number five. Mm. Have you been reading all the War of the, Realm, War of the Realms? Not all the crossovers, but I'm reading the, the continuity. And uh, the, the one crossover that I did read that I really enjoyed was written by Tom Taylor. And uh, it focused on Spider-Man palling around with Captain America. That was great. Power Man and Iron Fist were in that. And they're like flying around on Pegasus with horses with wings. Really? Yeah, it was great. Sounds amazing. They got the horses with the wings in the back. Mm-hmm. And it, that was very good. I enjoyed that. But uh, otherwise, you you reading any comics lately? I am reading comics. Yeah? The new one from Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. Last Night on Earth. Yes. Their final book together. I read issue number one. How about it? And it was good. It's wild. It's kind of nuts. It is. There's a lot going on in that. Mm -hmm. I would suggest that you go ahead and pick it up if you're a fan of Batman, if you're a fan of Greg Capullo's illustration, if you're a fan of Scott Snyder's storytelling. It seems like... It's going to be nuts. Yeah, and if you've been along for the ride for any of the Snyder Capullo run, like you know that you you need to see it through. This is the conclusion. This is now, the last time that they're going to do Batman together. Now, is this literally a, a call right back to where they left off? I don't know because it seems like it from some of the stuff that they were pointing. Like, there's a you know spoilers. There's a Batman for every you know. There's always a Batman. I'm like, oh, well, that's from their run. Mm-hmm. If you hadn't read that, you might be like, huh? Mm-hmm. What are they talking about? Yeah, this one firmly establishes that the Bruce Wayne that we're we're uh, following in this story is a clone, and the original Bruce Wayne had some plan to create a clone for every generation, so every generation had a Batman, and uh, that's unique. Was that in other? I don't even remember that in the other run. It was a it was a part of their run that was really like, what what is going on? Yeah. There's a machine and he's doing something. Yeah. It was a lot. Okay, during that part. Yeah, but that was a part of his of their run, shall I say? But this this last night on Earth is on DC Black label, mm-hmm. which means it is outside of continuity. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, creative freedom. Like it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because I mean, my finances is low right now, so I kept it with that. Understood. You know, mm-hmm. but that's where I'm at with mine. Understood. DC's got good stuff. They put out a Rise of Leviathan last week. That was a really good Superman comic. Mm-hmm. Matt Fraction uh, is doing a Jimmy Olsen comic, which reminds me a lot of Sex Criminals and oh. Hawkeye, like the old Hawkeye that Fraction was doing. Right. There's a lot of good stuff DC's putting out right now. So I want to touch back on this Batman thing. There's mm-hmm. a little bit of a mm-hmm. information here. Just reading something. Reeves, who was hired to write and direct the new Batman movie in February 2017, was envisioning actors while pinning the script. According to sources familiar with the filmmaker's thinking, it helped that the new Batman needed to needed to uh, conform to a defined age bracket. He is written as around 30 years old, and the story is neither another rehashing of his origin nor the tale of a seasoned crime fighter ruling Gotham City. Hmm. He is Bruce Wayne still trying to find his footing on his way to becoming the genius detective. So that's what we know about the Batman that Robert Pattinson will be playing. What's your take? Do you have, I mean, do you, you, you have feelings, anticipation for this? Well, I like the whole idea of genius detective. Yeah. And when he says that he's still, he is still Bruce Wayne trying to find his footing on his way to becoming the genius detective. Sure. I think that's the version, a version of Batman in the comics that, that we've seen, mm-hmm. but not so much in the movies. Yeah. We've seen that he's, he's either, he's brand new, he's just origin story, or we've seen the other extreme where he's like super duper. They've been doing this for years. Doing this for years. And yeah. I think we've established that like prime Batman is around 33, 35 mm-hmm. years old. You know what I mean? He's kind of like eternally around between 33 and 35, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, like, and this this Batman, I think, is playing 30. Mm-hmm. I, I believe this Bruce would be the youngest that we see in the films. Right. But obviously not the youngest that we see in DC Entertainment because they also have Gotham TV show where it's like little kid Bruce, Muppet Babies Bruce. But I I, I didn't mess with that. So I'm excited about this. <laughs> Muffy ba- Muppet Babies Bruce. Muppet Babies Bruce. Muppet um, Babies Bruce. Say that three times fast. Muppet Babies Bruce. <laughs> Thank nice you. Work. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, I like, the, but the one thing we haven't seen in the movies is detective. You know how Raz Al Ghul or Ra's Al Ghul is like detective. He always mm-hmm. calls him the detective. Mm-hmm. We've never seen the detective Batman. Yeah. What does that even look like? Great question. You know, we're exploring an angle. Am I kind of hot? Is my... My microphone kind of hot here. That's coming through. I, I okay. Think, I think you sound Am I good. popping a little bit? I'm not. I, I don't hear you popping. Okay. All right. Anyway, your lip gloss is popping. Thank you. Your lip gloss is cool. I'm glad you appreciate that and then you noticed that because yeah. I was wondering if you're going to say anything. Yeah, I did. So thank you. Sorry. It took um, me so <laughs> I want to see what Detective Batman looks like. Yeah, I really do. I want to know how you're going to do that. And in every Batman we've seen before, it's kind of like Batman is here. But it's really more about this big villain. Mm-hmm. From what I hear, these are rumors, allegedly, this Batman's going to kind of be in this Gotham where all of the villains are just kind of like around. Mm. You know, so mm-hmm. he's going to be navigating through. So I can imagine if I had to guess, what we haven't seen yet is Batman Year One. Mm-hmm. But I'm somewhere past that. But what we haven't seen is Arkham. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. We you haven't. know, we haven't seen that Batman. We also, we haven't seen a Batman in the movies 
in which villains just exist yeah. in Gotham. They're just they're just around because that's how the comics are. Yeah. Who is it this time? Penguin, uh-huh. Riddler, but Joker. It, every time we get a, we, when we get a movie version, it's it's Cat one face. or two. Condom and King Face. We get one or two bad guys, and they are the focus. Kite face. They're focus. Hell yeah. They're the focus of the entire film. So I would love, uh, you know, Detective Batman, the greatest detective, to be able to interrogate Killer Croc mm-hmm. and find out what Mr. Freeze is doing. Mm-hmm. Or go talk to Penguin and see where Harley Quinn is at. Yeah. You know, I, 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 want, I want that universe. I really want to see that. Because we see that in the comics. We see the comics where he's like, I've got to go find something out. And he's like, Victor, you know what's going on. And he's like, I don't know what's going on, Batman. Da, 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 da. Yeah. If I find out that you're lying, I'll be back. Uh-huh. Like that, the whole thing is like, he's going around Gotham because mm-hmm. everybody knows him. He knows everybody. It's just like when you know your neighborhood, when you know your city, mm-hmm. either this guy's in jail. He's like, you know what? Condiment King, you just got out of jail. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to send you back? Mm-hmm. Why are you messing around? You know what I mean? Like a, like a beat, like well, like a beat cop would. Like you right. know, you know, everybody knows you. Right. It'd be interesting to see. And what I really want, I heard it put this way. Someone said on fandom, the fandom um, YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want seven, the movie Seven as detective story, mm-hmm. and John Wick mashed together. Yes. And I was like, yes, yes. So yes. there, there's a central mystery where he's got to put things together. I mean, for me, immediately, I think of the possibilities with Riddler. You know, mm-hmm. show me a movie where Batman has to dodge and tumble between other villains on his way to resolving a mystery that the Riddler put through. Or, Doesn't that sound like an episode of the animated amazing. series? Yeah. Or like a two-part, three-part of the animated series? That's why I want that. That is absolutely why But I, I just that. need Batman to be able to be... You know the the Batman version of John Wick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because when Keanu gets to getting busy, it's just like you believe everything you're seeing. Mm-hmm. None of these quick cuts. None of these like make the camera wide. Let me see it. Show me Batman gadgeting, fighting, slipping, dodging, zipping away. Mm-hmm. You know, dropping bombs like like we see in the comics. I want to see that Batman, especially if this is. Because there's the elusive Batman, and then there's the brawler Batman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There are different versions. Like, the elusive, gadgety Batman is yeah. the one where you can't even... T- he's so good, he's almost got his hands... Have you seen Batman vs. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I back? did watch it. So you know what I'm talking about. Where he's mm-hmm. kind of just like, gone, gone, gone. Not here, not here, not here. Gadget, boom, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. I'm going to get you with a quick five-piece. Gadget, boom, you're gone. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. He's just so slick. Because you spent 10 years training, yeah. you know, and Batman's superpower is preparation, so. Yeah, I, I hope we get that kind of action choreography in the movie. Mm-hmm. I read that Robert Pattinson clinched the role because he looked good and, and performed well in the suit. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that's notable to me, you know? Like, you can go in and you do your audition and you are Bruce Wayne, great, but you got to see them move, right? Yes, yes. Like when you're making this movie, you got to see the move. How do, you, how do you get around? How do you make it work? Big part of Batman. So, uh, yeah, I really want to see that happen. Have, did you see this tweet, I think from earlier this week, maybe last week, in which someone had said, I think initially as a joke, the next Batman movie should have Joker in it and Joker should be a woman. And I it, saw that. And it should be, and it is like, I saw it that. Unravels is like, the Joker 
The female Joker is so sick and tired of men telling her to smile that she like carved a permanent smile on her face or what mm. have you. Mm-hmm. And she goes around, you know, causing chaos and disrupting the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, that sounds incredible. That sounds amazing. And uh, she, of course, is getting so much hate and so much heat mm. that she she had come out and said like, look, I, I initially said this as a joke, but so many people are coming after me that now I'm just doubling down on it. Mm-hmm. I think I want to see it. Well, I mean- it seems like a comic that would be cool to look look at. Most definitely. It seems like an Elseworlds story that would be interesting. Joker is one of those characters that is intentionally without a defined origin. I mean, we'll find out how that pays out, plays out in the Joker movie that's coming out. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I, even, I feel that, like, even that, I think, is an Elseworlds It could story. be. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that is the strength of what DC can do in their movies, right? They can just do Elseworlds all the time because their Justice League initiative failed you know the idea of tying it all together and and competing with marvel just walk away from that yeah walk away from that and just tell tell stories outside of continuity just show us things we've never seen before that'd be great so yeah uh, i mess with that i think that'd be fun mm-hmm. we have other batman news you know we talk about tom king on the show the current writer of batman he was removed from his 100 issue series he will now only do 70 no 85 85 issues. 85 issues issue 72 just came out and uh he is now taking up a new gig mm-hmm. he is co-writing the new gods movie with ava duvernay come on now wow yes i did not see that coming i didn't either did not see I don't that think coming. any of us saw it coming like you know what i think tom king's gonna do next yeah but it makes sense mr miracle the connection mm-hmm. I see it. I think it's so interesting because when that news came out that Tom King was being taken off of Batman and he was being given a different Bat book, Batman and Catwoman, mm-hmm. there, I think many of us, myself, absolutely, and a lot of people in the community are like, uh-oh, he yeah. fell out of favor. Yeah. yeah. You know, DC doesn't know what to do with him now. They're putting him in the timeout corner. Come to find out. Mm-mm, no, 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 no. He's making moves. Yeah, this is, this is preserving his energy for something else. Mm. Yo, that is dope. I'm so excited about Very. that. Very. And it's I'm so excited about people being fans of a creator such that they're excited for him to be the script writer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. And Ava uh, Now let me just talk about incredible. let me talk about Ava for a second. Uh-huh. Last week, since well, since I spoke to you last, I have watched all four episodes of When They See Us. How are you? Mentally, emotionally. Uh, have you seen any of it? None. Okay. I've been watching uh, another really exciting, happy little show called Chernobyl. Uh, so my like emotional bandwidth is mm. zapped. I just finished Chernobyl, and I'm ready to watch when they see us. What what do I expect? I will tell you this: during episode one mm. or chapter one or part one, I forget what they call it, of when they see us, I paused it and cried twice. Jeez! And literally prayed to God. That nothing like this would ever happen to my children. Understandable. I will say that when they see us is very, very hard to watch. Yeah. It is painful to watch. Yeah. While at the same time, it is masterfully done. Hmm. Ava, as a director, I mean, the actors in this movie... Yeah. I, when you talk about some acting, yeah. Them young men 
are acting. Yeah, if you haven't seen the show yet, I encourage you all to look up Central Park Five. Read up on that. You so you have an understanding of why that show, why the show exists. Um, I saw Ava retweeted something the other day. We're on a first name basis now. Mm-hmm. She yeah. and I. Well, I mean, that's what she told us our name. That's her right. Name I hooked her up with Tom King. I said, you got to get this. Guy. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So she owes me a favor. Okay. And 10 bucks. Oh. And uh, Ava DuVernay uh, retweeted something. Uh, I think it was someone expressing this sentiment. I wish like hell this show didn't have to exist. I really wish it didn't have to exist. I wish there was no event that caused this to 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 exist mm. but there is and you know thank god for artists like ava duvernay to bring it to the screen in a thoughtful and impactful way i am this is one of those shows that i'm looking forward to seeing and also not you know what i mean i, I almost didn't watch it straight up mm-hmm. quite honestly i almost was like you know what man i can't watch this i can't i can't do it you yeah. know like yeah. this isn't this isn't something that I'm ready to process right yeah. now. But when it came out, just, you know, it's Ava. Like, I'm like, well, I'm going to watch this. In that first episode, I was just like, man, this is... There's so many things that happen in that episode that I'm literally like, just like, this could could have been me. This still could be me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And there's a lot of things that are just like, man... These young kids, these young kids, and the way this is going down is just like brutal. Mm-hmm. So, without talking much more about the show, I want to highly encourage everyone listening to watch this show. Sure, highly want to encourage you to do that. Yeah, noted. because man, it is it is something else. There's no absence of really difficult to watch shows that are worth your time. Um, I just mentioned Chernobyl. Chernobyl was a five-part miniseries on HBO, and every moment of it was harrowing and terrifying and brilliantly shot, and it was an incredible story to tell about the events that led to that you know, nuclear explosion in Chernobyl in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. You know, wild stuff. And all the while, they managed to uh, weave in a lesson about being accountable, Hmm. who you take care of, who you prioritize and what it means to lie to yourself and to lie to other people and what that effect can be if you do that too often. Yeah. Um, And it was, it was a really haunting show. And I, I, I I encourage a lot of people to check that out. There's a little bit of news that I want to share about comic book TV shows Mm -hmm. that I'm, I'm sad to share. Now I just read that sci-fi channel will not be renewing, Deadly class. We only got one episode of that. I mean, one, one season. One, of it, one right? season, and there was talk of the second Done with season, it, huh? and uh, that's it. It's getting the axe, and they are also canceling Happy, the uh, Grant Morrison joint. There were at least two seasons of that, right? Two seasons of Happy, and both of them were quite good, like really wild and over the top, and not like something you've seen before on sci-fi. Mm. They're they're worth your time. Um, both of them are unfortunately they're gone. They're out of here. Did you watch either of those? I watched a little bit of both. Yeah. And I didn't like really, really hang in for either one. Uh-huh. But I watched a little bit of both of those. Uh-huh. What now, about did you? you? Did, I, did you watch Legion? Yes. Season one, season two? I watched season one. I didn't get through season two. Same. I'm in the same boat with you. Legion season two. Season three is the last one, right? I think that's right. But Legion season three mm-hmm. debuts in June. At the end of this month, okay, June twenty fourth, right, it's right around the corner. Yeah, 
And in a, a new trailer for Legion season three, we get a peek at Legion's version of Professor Xavier. Lead, oh, the show. Uh-huh. Okay. Because Legion is the son of Xavier. Yes. And so we, we haven't actually seen that character mm-hmm. in the show. Mm-hmm. And there's a new trailer that, that has uh, uh, Xavier in it. Uh, you're going to go back in? You're going to watch season two? There's so much stuff for me to watch. It's really difficult for me to pick and choose. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am catching up on Barry. And I just, the last episode, the episode before last I watched was the funniest episode of television I've watched was it the one with All the uh, martial artist? Oh, yes. And his daughter? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I literally head back, laugh out loud yeah. for the whole episode. Yeah. Just like it just keep, kept getting more and more nuts. Yeah. You know, he directed that too? Yes. Uh, yes. He directed it as well. Unbelievable. Uh, it was a great episode of television. Yeah. Like, truly epic episode of television. It was awesome. Yeah. So when it comes to watching shows, man, there's, there's so much stuff that I'm actively watching. Mm-hmm. And then trying to determine what the next thing is I'm going to watch, it's, I don't know. Yeah, I feel you. There's so many other things. Like, Jessica Jones season three, you going to watch that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'll dip in. But it, it is that's a sole survivor of the Netflix Series, but it's getting canceled, right? you know. Of course. So for me, it's kind of like, why do I need to watch this? I don't even think I watched the last season of that. That's how I felt going into Dark Phoenix. Uh, I, if I'm real, I mean, knowing that there's not going to be more X-Men movies down the line from Fox. Uh-huh. So sitting down before the movie started, I turned and I said to you, this feels like a chore. Yeah. And I don't know why we're doing this. And I, I do have a little bit of that shared feeling going into Jessica Jones season three. But my expectations are different altogether for mm-hmm. season three of that show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what else we got to talk about here? Um, I'm just waiting for Disney Plus. For what? So you can get your Mandalorian on? My Mandalorian, uh, WandaVision. Uh, What I'm really excited about is uh, uh, Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie and Winter Soldier and Falcon. Yeah. Hell yeah. I want to see that. Anthony Mackie is in the new season of Black Mirror. I watched that episode today. Uh, Can you give me a thumbs up, thumbs down? Thumbs up. Thumbs up. For that episode, I haven't seen all the rest of them. And there are only three. Yes. That's right. But thumbs up. Good to know. Internet. Good to know. They did good. Uh, Black Mirror is an interesting show, especially given that it's coming back for another season now. After Twilight Zone just wrapped up on CBS All Access. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know when Twilight Zone came out, people were like, "Ah, I don't know. Is this like Black Mirror? But Black Mirror was itself a riff on the Twilight Zone formula. Right. Um, and I'm hoping for more from this season of Black Mirror because Twilight Zone left me wanting really? a little bit. Yeah, I was not thrilled about it. Not right. not stoked. Mm-hmm. Not stoked. Uh, some of it was good. There's some good ideas in there. Episodes were too long, man. And I wish... Uh, uh, I never thought that I would be the guy who would be like, give me 30-minute episodes. Yeah. Isn't Barry 30 minutes? 30 minutes. 30 minutes ep- episodes really seem to just kind of like get to it. Yeah. And just go, okay, that's what this is about. I'm in. Yeah. I mean, if you can fit everything you need into 30 minutes, just do 30 minutes. If you need a full hour, you're like an episode of Game of Thrones, you need to check on 16 different people in different parts of the continent. All right. Do what you have to do. But you have to use that time purposefully. Yeah. I think what happened for a little while is after streaming TV shows and streaming content became popular, Mm -hmm. it just seemed like, well, if you can make a show an hour long, you do. Prestige television. That's right. And then what you have is Netflix Marvel TV shows where they've got a 60 minutes to fill, 
But they got like 20 minutes of stuff. Yeah. And it just gets stretched yeah, yeah. out. Like Reed Richards. It was not, I, I don't like that. And I hope that that fad goes away. Mm. If I can even call it that. So some of my favorite shows out right now are just like 30 minutes. Barry is yep. a great example. Tuca and Birdie on Netflix, 30 minutes is brilliant. I love it. Um, I just like, uh, uh, you know, when they, they, there's a leanness and mm-hmm. effectiveness. And, and also, what's the movie? Homecoming? Perfect. Homecoming. Wasn't oh, that, yeah, yeah, from yeah. last yeah. year? Homecoming was incredible uh, on Amazon Prime Video uh, based on the podcast. That's right. Yes. And Homecoming was great because sometimes they would have a 30-minute episode. Sometimes it was like 15 minutes. Sometimes it was 24. Or 43 or yeah, something Yeah, they just like did what was Enough necessary. to tell that part of the story. See, that's what's up. Like that is what's up. If if the way that we watch TV shows and movies is different, the way that we consume things is different, then let let me have that only as much as you need. Mm. Don't don't go signing a 13 episode, 60 minute episode length contract just because, you know? Right. Just give me what you need. Yeah. That's it. Chernobyl, each of those episodes is around like 50 some minutes. Do I want to watch the show? Yes. It is like truly brilliant filmmaking. Mm. Only five because episodes. of what? Uh, well, you know, the story, it's, the directing, the acting, all of it, everything. Yeah, yeah, you know, the the story, the dialogue. It's written really beautifully. It's it's really smart. The way that they explain how those things happen, the way that they create tension and anticipation for a thing that we all know how it ended. Chernobyl blew up, and now that place is ir- it, it's irradiated. Spoilers. You, you can't go. Sorry, my bad. You can't go there for uh, I don't know another couple hundred years. It's ruined. We we destroyed that part of the earth. Yeah. And uh, the way that they made a TV show that is thrilling and intense, and it's a hook, you know? I, I wanted to see it every single time an episode was out. I need to see the way that they did it. And mm. it is a credit to the writing and the people in those roles. Now, is this a bunch of guys and a bunch of, you know, four walls talking? No. Okay. No. Because that's what it looked like. Sure. Looked like a bunch of guys in suits talking. No, this is cool on that. This is people dealing with the effects of you know having radiation sickness. We're talking like physically melting into a gurney and like talking to their loved ones and trying to piece together what happened. It's Mm. wild. It was incredible TV, but it's it's heavy. And on HBO, it comes out late at night. (laughs) So I'm like watching that before I go to bed. It's foolish. I gotta watch Key and Peele at the end of the night. Yeah, I understand. Something that. like it's that. Palate cleanser. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, can't, I can't go go the end of the night on melting humans. That's how I feel about Black Mirror. I will not be able to watch an episode of the. Well, end we always of the night. say that. Like, yeah. if you're gonna watch Black Mirror, you can't watch. You give it one a day. You cannot watch three episodes of Black Mirror. Yep. In a day, you're doing too much. You watch one. You call your mom, and then you know you go about your business, and then you watch the next one. You call up your friend. You give somebody a hug. Go outside. Walk your dog. Yeah. Walk somebody else's dog. Pick up trash. Give back to the earth. <laughs> give back to donate, the earth. Donate some money. You know, it's just like feel good about yourself. You, you, there's got to be a counterbalance because that show is disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What else we got to talk about on here? Uh, oh, E3. E3 is coming up. E3 starts on Sunday. Uh, it's a weird schedule this year. It starts on Sunday. I think there's Microsoft uh, on Sunday and uh, a few other companies. And then Monday. And then the very last uh, E3 presentation is Nintendo on Tuesday. Uh, the Is it the 11th, the 12th? Something like that. 
And I'm very excited because apparently we're getting the Avengers Project. Monday. On Monday. The, uh, the uh, up until this point, unspoken Avengers video game that evidently we have all been waiting for. The one that we've always wanted. Yeah. That we didn't know we wanted what we wanted. It doesn't, it makes you wonder, like, what could it possibly be? Yeah. Um, what do you know about this? I don't, nothing. I Who's don't know making nothing. it? Uh, this is uh, Square Enix and um, God, Crystal Dynamics, I think. It's the team that made Tomb Raider. The, and the last three Tomb Raider games were excellent, I think, for the most part. I agree. For the most part. There's some weird stuff in there, too. But they were, they were still very good games, quality all around. And I'm excited for them to get their hands on Avengers. Hopefully, the situation we have is like the PS4 Spider-Man game. It was announced last year that one of Uncharted's directors, Sean... I, I hate mispronounce people's name. E S C A Y G joined the development team along with Dead Space producer Stephen Barry. Mm-hmm. Their inclusion, along with Crystal Dynamics' body of work, give off a mighty hint of Marvel's Avengers being a single-player game that will either follow the likes of Captain America, Thor, Iron Man, and Hulk, or focus on a secondary team that will take up the fight the first team lost. I'm so ready. This is allegedly now. Right? I'm so ready. We don't know. Do you have anything you're looking forward to from E3? This? Apart from this? Anything this, else? Um, I don't think I know too much. That, Following some of that like video game landscape? Stuff that I already know. Mm-hmm. You know, like Last of Us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't expect them to be like, the next Spider-Man game. I'm not expecting that to happen. Yeah. Because, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I know about a bunch of things that are coming. What, do you, what about you? They're going to show the new Halo I always loved Halo. I used to play Halo a lot with my friends. So I'm excited to see that. Even though my life has changed quite a bit and I'm far removed from that not franchise. Not just sitting around playing Halo all day. That's not happening. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to see where Halo is in the next generation console. Uh, I'm excited to see the conversation surrounding video gaming because they're going to be talking about cross-platform stuff. What would it be like if you could turn off your Xbox and play on your Switch? Mm. Cloud-based gaming. Yeah. Being able to play Assassin's Creed in the browser of your computer. Did you hear that with the new OS TV, mm-hmm. they now are supporting Xbox, Xbox controllers and, and PlayStation and 4 controllers? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. They, very interesting. That's stuff, that's stuff that I geek out on. I'm excited about that stuff. And the, my, my big ringer for E3 is, I hope like hell we get a release date on the Final Fantasy VII remake. You know, I don't know nothing about that. I've been waiting for that game since 97. I guess since 97. What are you going to do if you don't, Hear what you want to hear. Uh, nothing, because I, I've never heard what I wanted to hear up until this point. So I wouldn't. What, did you, what did you hear that made you get into it? Uh, it was about a month ago. It was actually the the night that we went to see the press screener for John Wick Three. That's right. Square Enix released a trailer, gameplay footage, and some other stuff of the Final Fantasy VII remake out of the blue. And that's big news Mm -hmm. because they have been mum on that. They just never talk about it because they have nothing to show. And then they said that they would show more in June. Hint, hint, E3. Right. So now I have a little bit of faith, but I I can't go whole hog into this. I can't just go and pick up my belief and think, here it is. It's coming any day now because I've been burned by that for, like I said, since 90. You know what I want? You know what I want to hear in E3? Mm. That they're bringing EA Skate back. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. Yo, it's always skate. If you want, if you're bringing back EA Skate, then I'm excited. Give me this, I need the sound of an ollie. No, 
That's <laughs> that's me when I fall off my skateboard. Ah! Yeah. yeah, I need I need them to bring back EA Skate. I, if they told me that, yo, Octavius, like, check out this kickflip. <laughs> yeah, I love that game, man. It's a good game. So many people love that game. It's a very good game. Skate one, skate two, and skate three were great. I wish that they could even like you know retroactively. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what do they call that terminology? When they, like, reboot a game, give it an HD makeover, that yeah, kind of Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Just give me the game. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just give backwards it back. Backwards compatible. Backwards compatible or just put it in the store so I can play it. Yeah. Because sure. it was, like, pretty, you know, how you could do all the moves with your thumbs. Yeah. This is not going to happen in E3. I don't know what we're spending all this time. I don't know. It might. It, EA is doing a, an event on Sunday. And uh, EA, I think, made Skate. Yes. So uh, EA could do anything. You know, who knows? Sports and, and, and those kinds of games that's very much in their wheelhouse. So who knows? No idea. What do you think of this uh, WWDC? Is it? WW- WWDC. What do you think of that? Uh, <laughs> WWDC was Apple's what would, uh, conference. What would Dim- Dan Cook? What would Dane Which Cook? Is Tim Cook. Yeah, what would Dane Cook? 19. 19. Yeah. Uh love tuning in to what would Dane Cook 19. And uh we're getting the announcements of new hardware, new software, new updates, yada 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 from mm-hmm. the big fruit company. And cheese graters. Yes. Cheese graters, smaller than the old cheese graters. Yep. Cheese grater. And here's where lingo is really important. Because what I'm about to say makes sense. They made a smaller cheese grater, mm-hmm. not a trash can. Correct. And what, <laughs> what I just said. Completely coherent, right? Yes. If you know, you know. Yes. The Mac Pro, the potential for the Mac Pro, Mm -hmm. let's say you just max out, you get the best version of everything. Okay. Walk into the big fruit company, you say- Let me get that. Let me get that. All of it. Uh Uh-huh. Ring it up for me. You'll be doing that. Uh Uh-huh. The Mac Pro Uh plus the Pro Monitor plus the stand for the monitor, Uh uh-huh, $14,000. Yeah, dog. <laughs> That's flying out of your wallet. It's flying out of your 401. It's flying out of places you didn't know you had money scrolling. I don't away. even think that's maxed out. 14. <clears throat> do you think it's more than that? I think it. So I think the base model Mac Pro is 6,000. That's right. The base model monitor is 5,000. And then the and then stand the, is the, 1,000. The mat. The matte finish with the edge to edge joint is six thousand. Is that the anti glare? Yeah. Well, it's kind of like a matte something something. It's six thousand. Then the stand mm-hmm. is a thousand. So six, twelve, thirteen. Put yourself in a blue shirt with the apple on it. Mm-hmm. And so Imagine. Many- have, have you have you ever been in a situation where maybe you're you work at this, this place called the fruit company or something yeah. like that, and the person comes in, you got a blue shirt on, they're like, hey, listen. Heard there's a new cheese grater. It's not a. It's not a trash can. You got any advice for me? Have Have you ever Have this ever happened to you? Yeah, and you ring them up, and you like it'll be it'll be it'll be sixteen thousand dollars, Miss Lady Ma'am. Yeah. And she's like, hey, yo, hey, yo, sixteen thousand. What are you crazy? I just wanted a computer. What are you What are you trying to sell me over here? But and you're I'm like, hey, you said you wanted the top of the line. I gave it to you. Well, you're you're in Rittenhouse, Philadelphia, and they say. <laughs> Sixty thousand. All right, make, give me two. Give me two of those. Ma'am, I said six, I, I said sixteen thousand. Did you yeah. Did you understand that? Yeah. You understand what I said? Sixteen k. Why that. do I sound like I'm not from here? But I'm here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're doing <laughs> in this Philadelphia store. I got a blue shirt on. You told me put this shirt on and sell the computers. I sell things. That's all right. That's what I do. It takes all types. 
Uh, I I don't know anybody who would buy that sort of thing. But well, here's the, here's the I, thing: I, people who are doing doing cinema 4D. That's just it. It's yes. indi- it's industry. That it is, is pro you because what is a pro user? Well, I, when they when they talk MacBook about MacBook Pro, iPad Pro, my friend works in uh, uh, advertising, right? And he says part of the allure here is they unveil this product as the most top of the line, most expensive high tier thing that you can possibly purchase. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the reason they do that is to prove that they are capable of it. They don't want you to buy that. You consumer Joe to buy that. No, 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 no. They want you to know that you're buying it from the company that can make it. Well, they're also, I don't need to sell you a uh, 18 wheeler. I just need to sell you a a, a pickup. You need to know I can make the 18 wheeler. Well, I will tell you since I'm doing more stuff in animation and motion design, one of the big things that people who work in cinema 4D, they go make PCs because they have the ability to do more, to be more b- bigger, a bigger powerhouse. Mm-hmm. It's not kind of like you get what you get and that's it. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. when they're giving you the Mac Pro again, now I think you can like max out your memory to like 1.5 terabytes of memory. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Terabytes? Yeah, and you're looking at stuff in 6K. Yeah. The man, the monitor is 6K. So when you're doing things that require rendering of, you know, like, you know, it, it's it's not for grandma. It's not for your mom. Well, I mean, look, 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 look. Somebody walks in let's, and like, give me the most expensive computer you have. Let's 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 not be the price matters not. Let's not be prejudiced against grandma. I mean, grandma, who knows what kind of video editing she's doing. She's sharp. She's staying up to date. She's she's creating turbo uh, Nathan, graphics. But come uh, come in here and uh, turn turn this computer on for me, please, here, boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom, uh, 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 boy, you know your name. Come in here. With, with, the one I'm pointing you. Yes, you. The one I'm pointing at. Come here. That's come right. Here. Come on. Turn this on. Grandma, yeah, grandma, she she rendered all the best CG in Dark <laughs> Phoenix. This was her. You know, I know that she did it. Grandma, I, th- the lightning looks like it's really nice. Zap. Can you do it? Can you, do you have a $16,000 computer, young man? Mm. Do you have one? No, you don't. Did they ask you to do it? Get out of my... Boy, you know, get, get out of <laughs> In my day, I had to create all the CG lightning effects on an abacus. How did you do that, Grandma? You ask, that? Stop asking me so many questions. <laughs> How about that? You pay any bills around here? Oh. Did you pay one bill? I'm sorry I brought it up. Stay out of grown folks' business. <laughs> that's, that's grown folks' business. Like, Grandma, I am... 37 years old. You ain't older than me because I'll still whoop you. Mm-hmm. It's like, Grandma, you can't. You're not going to whoop she, me. She going to whoop you? Say, say I won't whoop you again. I bet you. And they start talking through their teeth like, say I won't whoop you again. Bro. She going to whoop you and she, she going to whoop you and she going to vote for Joe Biden 2020. Say, say what I won't do again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's probably not going to. Maybe she's going to buy the, buy the cheese grater. I'm maybe. Not. I'm not. I think it's an Are industry. you going to buy the cheese grater? No. Do you think a cheese grater will make its way into this establishment. Hell no. Nobody Hell in no. here in Indy Hall is going to have a cheese grater. I, I, I don't think so. I mean, I don't doubt that people are bringing in that kind of income, but no, no. I, I imagine the people who need that literally work in Hollywood and they're using these computers in render farms. They are making the yeah. next Pixar film. Yeah. They are making the next Jurassic World. You know, they, that's why you need that stuff. Right. Right. And you want to have the association of saying, you know, my production company uses mm-hmm. that technology. Mm-hmm. When in reality, the people who come to Indie Hall, the people in this office, they all know good and well that they can get those specs 
for half the price mm-hmm. when they build their own computer. Yeah. So, you know, they were all like rebellious and this is the island of misfit toys. Ain't nobody doing that lifestyle like flex. I think the whole thing is people who need that kind of thing. This is a reasonable price for people who need that. But the average yeah. person who doesn't need that is like, what in the world? Yeah. Why would I? But the but when you give it context, it's like, yeah, it's not for you. That's right. So of course it's nutso. That's what to makes you. it that's what makes it so confusing. WWDC is what a would consumer. Dane cook? What would Dane Cook? Nineteen. What would Dane Cook? How much cook would a Dane Cook cook <laughs> if a Dane Cook Cook 19. I hate it. <laughs> Take that back. Thanks. I hate it. Give me the receipt for that. I gave it a shot. I gave it a shot. Uh, I, uh, I I think that's the thing that's confusing about WWDC is uh, it has become more consumer oriented because you can follow along on the internet and mm-hmm. Apple knows this good and well. So people are doing the live blog. They're watching it live at home or in their office and they're, they're enjoying it. They have to bring a consumer presentation. Yeah. They show that Product. I look forward to it, honestly. If I show that product, that is not for an average consumer. That is for industry folks. That is people who are buying what is called a, an AVID uh, uh, certified pr- uh, program. Um, you're doing video editing. You know what's for end. the average person? What's this? Animoji sticker packs. Yes, that is for the average person. Mini grills in your Animoji. That's right. Uh, augmented reality where you can play video games. AirPod! Yeah. 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 That sort of thing. We're definitely going to be doing a Comic Book Junto sticker pack. Correct. Uh-huh. It'll no be question about Octavius, that. Octavius uh, uh, laughing and pushing on sound effect buttons. And Adam looking a little humiliated like he might have just expressed his white privilege without knowing it. <laughs> it's like, that would be, that's my version of a, and I, oh. Uh, oh. Can we cut that part out? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, I'm excited about the Animoji sticker packs. Yeah, the me free too. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Take me back to the decal. Yeah, the cheese grater sounds cool. Tell me about the stickers. I get stickers with mini grills. <laughs> I get to put ear pods in little cartoons of me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's look at some trailers, Adam. Yeah. Let's look at some trailers. There are two things I don't want to do on the show before we 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 finish this episode. Okay. One, uh, I want to watch the trailer for Rambo. Okay. And two, I want to talk about Dark Phoenix. Are we going to do a one shot on that? That's up to you. What do you? What, what, what are Let's we going to do this? Let's do it. Yeah. Let's separate it. Let me try to do that. All right. We're, we're gonna it. we're gonna watch a trailer for uh, Rambo. Do you have that on your computer? I do. All right. So we've been doing this thing uh, where we uh, sit down, we watch a trailer. Usually, it's one that I have seen. Octavius is going to join in for the first time. He's going to check this out for the first time live for your entertainment. And we're going to react to, uh, what is the name of the movie? Rambo, First Blood, Last Blood? Last Blood. Yeah. So, no, nah, I was going to do it then. Rambo, Last Blood, Never Been Kissed. Whoa. The one. Rambo, Rambo, Last Blood, 2019. Rambo Rising. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, I am on Lionsgate Movies, if you want to follow along. Um, I have it at zero right now. I'm on 1080p. And we finna... Oh, I should probably turn this up, huh? You want to turn that up? Yeah. Turn up. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay. So I'm going to play this trailer. I'm going to count down. Three, two, one, play. Mm-hmm. So if you want to watch with me and listen along with us, you can do it with me. Here we go. And three, two, 
one, play. Whoa, whoa, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down, Sly. You know how they do this? I don't know why they do that. Bang, 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 boo, bang. Hold up. Balboa production. Oh. Do you hear this? World of death. My man's in this. Lil Nas X is, is in this? People have loved he went from sleeping on his mom's couch to scoring the trailer for Rambo. We're not listening to a word this man is saying in this trailer. Doesn't matter. <laughs> what is going on, Rambo? I can't believe Old Town Road. I've kept my secrets. Oh. But the time has come to face my past. Listen to this guy in this monologue. He reminds me of my granddad. <laughs> if it comes Not looking the for me, killing of the people part. Oh. They will welcome death. John Wick. What? They drew first blood. Oh, oh, we got it. What is wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Give me some story. What's happening in That's not what you're here for. What? What is coming? What is going on in this movie? It's like Home Alone Rambo edition. <laughs> <laughs> this trailer just told me nothing. Old Town Road. I'm, I'm Sylvester Stallone. I'm old, but I was Rambo, but I don't look like him no more. I heard this one song from this black kid, Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> Ain't nobody tell him nothing. Wait, hold on. What you seen this already? Yeah, I watched that trailer. So what did what did you think of this trailer? Well, I'm gonna see it because the last Rambo movie, what was that called? Rambo Balboa? <laughs> Ramboa? <laughs> uh uh it was called John Rambo, wasn't it? Man, I don't I think know. It's called John Rambo. I, don't I, know. I like John Rambo. I like Rambo movies, and uh, I'm gonna see it. But I, this trailer it. was not the move. Like it didn't really <laughs> well, show me. Are anything. you kidding me? It showed you everything. It, it showed needs. me a man. It showed me Sylvester Stallone. Uh huh. Check. And like you said, it was freaking Home Alone. <laughs> Here's the my, story, hold on, hold What's on, the story on. of the movie? Here's the name of the movie. It's called Home Stallone. Oh, alone, and he booby trapped his barn. Why? And he's loudly playing. Why? He's loudly playing Old Town Road. His neighbors come over because it is loud. Have you ever been in a situation where there's a really old guy who was in a war once before playing Old Town Road really loud? Has this yeah. ever happened to you? Call me. My <laughs> call me Joe Joe <laughs> Joe Prosciutto. Joe Prosciutto. Give me a call. Uh, call me Joe. Uh, uh, Joey Stalloni. Joey Joey Stalloni. <laughs> I I can help you with situations like this. Did you knock on this guy's door and say, "Hey, music's kind of loud. Turn it down, please." Mm -hmm. And he said. I want them to know yeah. that death is coming. And you're like, whoa, whoa, hey, pal, I just have guests over. I yeah. don't like the, the, I like this song. It's too loud. Yeah. Did he then shoot you with a crossbow? Call me. That's right. That's oh, right. my gosh. Who hasn't been in that situation? I think that trailer is perfect. Has this shows, ever happened to you? It shows me everything that I want to see. Everything. I don't know, man. It doesn't need to tell me anything. It's got to tell me something. That's the Expendables. You know, that is, it's just like an outrageous over the top movie. Of course, I'm going to go and see it. Okay. 
Another trailer before we go. <laughs> you told me about this trailer. Yes. This is a scary s- stories to tell in the dark. Do you remember those books? No. No? No. Ooh. Okay. Goosebumps. Uh scary stories to tell in the the dark. We're like goosebumps because every kid I knew had access to these books, mm-hmm. but they were genuinely disturbing. Okay. The the illustrations on the front were really disturbing. They were always in black and white. Mm. They were gross and fleshy, and it was just nasty. And you knew the stories inside were nasty, and you read them anyway, right? You hang out with your friends late at night, and then you read one of these stories. And they were classics, right? They're about like this family going on vacation. They find a dog. In Have Mexico. you ever gone on vacation and, and find a dog? And they bring the dog home, but it starts like chewing their bodies because it's a huge rat. What? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Are these people Caucasian? Oh, naturally. Because <laughs> there ain't no way. First of all, we're going to find a dog yeah. and it's going to start chewing. It ain't going to get through but one bite. They put it in a bag, in no. a handbag, and they yelled, uh, 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 Cinco de Mayo. What? And, and brought Is this them really home. what happened in the thing? No, that's just the appropriate, like, modern version mm. of that. But uh, yeah, these were iconic, classic, horrifying stories. It's being turned into a movie, and the producer is uh, uh, Del Toro. Oh. Not the, not the um, director, but the producer is Del Toro. So he's on it. He's, he's part of it. Okay. And he, he knows weird. He knows creepy. He knows how to do that stuff. Listen, man. Yeah. So you just got to watch it. Fishman and woman fell in love. Uh-huh. Won the highest honor. That wasn't creepy. That was beautiful. Hey. It's love. Just letting you know. Mm-hmm. It's different. It's different. It's different. All right. So I'm going to watch this trailer. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Official trailer. HD. On CBS Films channel. <laughs> that I means the channel on YouTube. That's right. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. Play. Here we go. Three, two, one. Play. What's that? It's your book of scary stories. Mm-mm. All right. No, 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 no. No. As soon as you see, see that, yeah, no, you no, no. go the other way. Repeat so stories. That's what the enough. illustrations what look the... like. They become real. It's weird and like fleshy. It's just different. Mm-mm. They make us who we are. What is that this? That can be scary. He's a bully. No, no, no. Eat it, Harold. Why are you? Why are you messing with Harold? Have you ever been you in that situation? See him in the house? No. In a cornfield with Letterman jackets on, hitting kids scarecrows? I can't picture you in a cornfield. No, you can't. Because I seen children in the corn when I was very young. Okay, we saw it. Should we go now? Who ordered the chicken? Who ordered the chicken? From acclaimed director. Why are y'all in that Andre house? Andre Iguodala. <laughs> Why are y'all in that house? Messing with other people's stuff to begin with. So look look closely at the creatures. Uh-uh. Why are you back in this field again, sir? Yeah, it's nighttime. Oh, come on now. Hey, what's going on? Tommy's missing. Tommy's name was in the book. You There's mind no your way business. It's actually connected, right? Okay, what if what happens in the book is exactly what's happened for real? But why are you in oh everybody's God. business? Orgy. Stella! Listen, you're in the next story. We're reading it right here. It's a corpse looking for her missing toe. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You ain't locked the door? I like that. I hate this thing. I don't like this thing. You shouldn't have taken the book. We've got to stop it. Oh, what the hell? 
Sarah Bellows's book, where the stories write themselves Listen. and it all comes alive. Uh-huh. Let me tell y'all. Leave this stuff alone. Why do y'all always go looking the for this stuff? Coming. Hair stories. I'm in. I'm in. I just want to know. I'm seeing that at Riverview. Why? <laughs> why are you in these people's house, going through these people's stuff? Why can't you just mind your business and leave people's stuff alone? Uh well, I mean, they gotta. They well, gotta fix- this, I heard there's this book, and if you read it, don't read the book. This is the Jumanji effect, right? You open the game, you start playing the game, so now you must participate in order to stop it. You oh, have to, you know what I mean? It's uh, it's uh, what's the what was it? Pandora's the box. Oh, the rent. Yeah, sure, sure. Seven days. Seven days. So, in order to reverse whatever you started, because you shouldn't have done that, you dope. Now you've got to participate. And then let me tell you something right now. Don't go out into a cornfield by yourself. <laughs> One, if it's a scary, creepy-looking house, do not go in the house. No, I do not advise that. Okay. If there's someone who says there's some sort of situation where people go in here and they go missing, don't go. Well, let me go look and see what's going on. Yeah. All the things that you know your home training and common sense tell you not to do, don't do them. Don't do them. You know what? Folks, stay home. Don't, don't conjure nothing. Don't go outside. Don't invite nothing. Don't go to a friend's house. Don't summon nothing. Libraries are off. Don't do nothing like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something. If you even open a Ouija board, <laughs> it's going to be a misunderstanding. Yeah, sure. It's going to be hands and feet. Yeah, sure. You hear me? Sure. It's going to be Understood. a misunderstanding. I know that about you. I'm not... I'm not well, first of all, who brings a Ouija board over? Like, I brought my own Ouija board. You can get in the hell out. You brought a Ouija oh, board in my house? Damn. Okay, we got to clear some things up. Understood. You got to get from out here. Yeah. Okay, because well, we well, don't do that in this house. I, as far I am, as me and my house, we serve the Lord. I am ready to see scary stories uh, to tell in the dark. I would actually check that movie out. I'm just watching Creepy. it going like, why? Why are you? That's half the fun, right? Here's the thing. Mind your business. Mm-hmm. Stay out of other people's business. Mm-hmm. That's it. Moral of the story. It's as easy as that. Pet Cemetery. That's how you saw that movie? Uh, no. The new Pet Cemetery that yes. came out? Yes. Large, a large part of that is just don't do stupid things. Sure. And then the boogeyman won't come. Mm-hmm. Had you just not been so unwise and mind your business... You wouldn't be in this situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Moral of the story. That's most horror movies. You that know? or call Stallone. <laughs> hey, Stallone, we got these uh, ghosts. They, uh, they're haunting us. Uh, you got any uh, paint cans you can hang from the stairs? I want them to know. Maybe you can heat up the doorknob so it hurts them when they try to get in. <laughs> that death <laughs> is coming. <laughs> That's episode 109. Thank you for listening to us. Uh, Talk trash mm-hmm. about geek stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We enjoy this and we appreciate that you guys listen to us. Mm-hmm. Hit us up at Octavius A. Newman, at Adam Tedderus, at Comic Book Junto. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. I have a confession before we 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 finish this and okay. wrap it up. Okay. I have a confession. DCU, the streaming service, mm-hmm. premiered Swamp Thing. Okay, wait, hold on now. Wait a second. 
Mm-hmm. Not man thing. Not man thing. Swamp thing. Swamp thing. All right. So the wrong one, but I'll give you that. Everyone's telling me you got to watch Swamp Thing. And I'm not sure if they're telling this to me because they don't remember that I like Man Thing. They just know it's like a swamp. They know monster. it's a thing. They know it's a thing. You like things, thing. right? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big thing guy. Uh, so I'm not sure what it is. If 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 it's they're they're telling me that or if they're just trolling me on purpose or what mm-hmm. it is. I don't know. I don't know how to parse that. But I did, Octavius. I watched Swamp Thing episode one. Okay. And and the uh uh, uh scary stories to tell in the dark reminded me that I've never seen body horror like that ever in a TV show, ever. Like truly disgusting, horrifying body horror of like roots coming out of people and shambling around and the body falling apart. Nasty stuff. Mm. And you know what? What's that? It was awesome. This is so good. And I felt like I needed to apologize to Man Thing and my fan things, my community. I owed my community an explanation. I watched Swamp Thing and it was awesome. And then I realized the way that we succeed, the way that we get on top of this is the muck monsters need to band together, okay? Swamp Thing fans, Man Thing fans, we need to band together. We need to unify. We need to unite and enjoy muck men together. And that is the only way that we can get out from under capitalism. That's right. I said it. Smash the patriarchy. Swamp people. That smash the patriarchy. Swamp people. Muck people. The heat. What? Man Thing. Swamp thing. In the world are you talking about right now? 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, you know, I, I did have this moment where Patriarchy? I was like... Patriarchy? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I meant to say Patreon. That's, I said the wrong... You trying to overthrow Patreon? Yeah, my, that's my bad. Look, my, I had this realization that as part of my brand, I'm supposed to not like Man or Swamp Thing because Man Thing's my guy. But uh, Swamp Thing was awesome. It why was not so both? Like, you know, the gif why, of like, why not both? Why not both? Uh, Swamp Thing was awesome. It was a great show. I'm very excited to Is follow Is it because along. Swamp Thing gets more thing love than Man Thing? Well, yeah, for sure. He's getting he's all got, the thing love. He's got better writing. Alan Moore, you know, served up amazing stories. The I mean, the I, think, I think the general consensus is Swamp Thing is a more developed and yes. more fleshed out character yes. than man thing. That As is a result, not, there's more to like. That is not incorrect. There's more to like. That's exactly right. There's more to like. There's more material on the table. There's more potential there. And it was great. And so I'm I'm here to say, I'm admitting, I'm crossing uh, you know, into into enemy territory by saying this. Uh Swamp Thing was awesome. Still a fan. Man thing, you know, he's the guy, he's number one. But the Swamp Thing show is great. I, I encourage you to check it out. It's very good. Very good. I will check it out. I liked it. And only one episode is out right now. DCU's doing that thing where they mm. don't release them all. You, you can catch it on a weekly basis. So the pilot is out right now. Only one episode to catch up on. Cool shit. All right. Mm-hmm. I had to get that off my chest. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I've been wrestling with it. Keeping me up at night. These, this is the burden that I bear. You did it. <laughs> you did it. And you shared your truth. Thanks. I feel good about that. That's for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Don't spend it all in one place. You get a couple more of those and I'll buy a cheese grater. Try to, <laughs> try to hold on to it. <laughs> Episode 109. Mm-hmm. We love y'all. Hit us up on the internet. Let us know what your thoughts are on cheese graters, 
various things, man mm-hmm. things, swamp things, um, you Home know. Stallones. Yeah. The Home Stallone security system. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been in a situation <laughs> where you needed a security system and Kevin McAllister was out, unavailable? Call me. I represent <laughs> Home Stallone security systems. <laughs> we'll get you set up with crossbows and all kinds of things. Are you good with a 45 caliber <laughs> pistol? You're in perfect situation to take advantage of Home Stallone security systems. Home Stallone, off the top rope with the Draco. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Let's get off of this microphone and talk about Dark Phoenix. If you want to hear our thoughts on Dark Phoenix, you'll probably be able to check out that episode next for our one shot. So keep listening or, you know, skip on past this and go check that out. Um, At Octavius A. Newman, at at Adam Tedderis, at Comic Book Junto. Hit us up on the Twitters. We love y'all. Until next time, peace. (laughs) 